Welcome to the Building the Elite Podcast, where we discuss the physical, mental, and emotional aspects of human performance within military special operations by looking at the principles that can help anyone thrive in chaotic and challenging environments. This is Craig from BTE. Today, we're going to talk about how our stress responses and pain perceptions work, how they're affected by training, and how we can develop our capacity for productive suffering. Our perceptions of predictability and control in a given situation drive our stress response. The key word here is perception. We can alter our stress responses by changing our opinions. We can also change the factors that we consider when we decide how daunting something is. This is one of the reasons we encourage our clients to follow through on workouts when things don't go well like finishing a long ruck despite pouring rain. It's also part of the reasoning behind open-ended workouts, in which you never know what's coming next or how long it's going to last. Once you suffer patiently through these scenarios enough, you start to learn to let go of dependence on external factors. You realize that the things that you can rely on to get you through a situation are within you, your own thoughts and behaviors. Then, it doesn't matter what's coming next because you know that you have the tools to deal with it, no matter how much it sucks. That's the key takeaway. It doesn't matter. You learn that even if you're dehydrated, sleep-deprived, hungover, or sore, you're still going to do the workout. This is John from BTE. This matters in selection because the external factors are designed to always be discouraging. You can't win. You can only keep going, and it's always going to hurt. Fresh, well-rested, bright-eyed, and bushy-tailed, at least one event per day is going to suck. Exhausted and aching, with two sizes too large wetsuit, and 50-something degree water at night, it's also going to suck. In the end, it doesn't make a difference. You gain that internally-oriented sense of control. You're able to finally let go mentally. This isn't because it won't hurt. You learn that no matter how bad it gets, you'll be able to keep going anyway. When something is intimidating, we want to wait until conditions are perfect. For some, that means never getting around to it because conditions can always be a little better. This can trap us. We can miss out on so much life if we're never ready to undertake an intimidating task in earnest. We fear how bad it can get without ever really understanding where that limit is. That's part of what training is for, learning what it feels like to hurt and how to keep going anyway. As we accumulate experiences over the course of our lifetimes, we can begin to pick up a pattern. No matter how many bad things we've endured, we were still alive when they were over. This rarely lives in our minds as a conscious thought. It's something we teach a deeper part of our brains through practice. As this settles in, it begins to alter both stages of the stress appraisal process, the predictability side and the control side. We're better able to understand the scope of what is happening, and we know that however it plays out, we have the capacity to handle it. This shifts our sense of control away from needing external events to occur in a certain way. Instead, we learn to recognize that regardless of how those events go, we can still control our own responses to them. Once we know that even the worst-case scenario is not unmanageable, we gain freedom. 
This requires a critical shift in perspective. The world does not happen to you. You are not a passive bystander. You are an active participant deciding your own path in life of your own volition. So the next time you burn in, remember that failure provides an opportunity. It's an earned experience, an investment, and a lesson that helps to create a more accurate and effective stress appraisal in the future. At some point, your mind will know that you've been there and done that even when you're in the middle of something awful. And you can calmly and rationally move forward with the benefit of hard-earned knowledge. In soft selection, you must learn to normalize pain. You think of it not as something to be avoided as often as possible, but as a component of a strategy. There's productive pain that helps you get something done, and there's useless pain. For example, you may be running sprints up and down a sand berm after a morning of wet and sandy beatdowns. You know that the first people to make it to the top of the sand berm will catch a break and get to drink water and recover while everyone else goes back for another round of sprints. It pays to be a winner. So you have a choice. You can put everything you have into being at the front of the pack. It's going to hurt relatively more to do so, but then it pays off in the form of rest and recovery. Hurting just a little bit less and staying in the middle or back of the pack still costs you pain and energy, but it also doesn't help you. It may actually worsen your circumstances depending on how closely the instructors are watching you. This is unproductive pain. You can hurt fast or you can hurt slow. When it's over, it's all just a blur of suffering and the subtle distinctions won't have mattered. What will matter is what you accomplished with that pain. This concept doesn't just apply to making it through special forces assessment and selection or BUDS. It's a general principle. For instance, let's say you've got a long day of work. You could spend your day being busy but unproductive and chasing pointless fires. You'll be at least mildly stressed and annoyed, and you're spending irreplaceable hours of your life. But when it's over, you've probably still neglected the heavy lifting on a more daunting but meaningful project that would have moved your career forward and bought you some future peace of mind. In either case, you're hurting in some way. You're giving up life and energy that you can never get back. When it's over, the difference in pain or effort that you had to expend in order to do the going through the motions work isn't all that different from facing down the more challenging, important task. But only one form of that pain is productive. That's it for today. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure and subscribe to the Building the Elite podcast on whatever player or podcast host you prefer. You can find us at buildingtheelite.com where you can learn more or let us know what topics you'd like to hear about in upcoming episodes. We'll see you next time.